Today's video is brought to you by Worldwide Stereo. They have a huge selection of home theater products, including the Klipsch Reference Premiere Series that we're gonna be talking about in today's video. They offer free shipping, a 60-day return policy, and they are authorized dealers for all of the brands that they carry, and they provide easy online and in-store financing. Worldwide Stereo has got you covered for all of your home theater needs. To check out their selection, visit WorldwideStereo.com or stop by one of their two showrooms located in the Philadelphia area. And if you like free stuff, each month they're giving away free hi-fi gear. So be sure to visit the link down in the description below. What's up? Yo, what's going on? Crank that beat up, Joe. Oh, okay. That's all we got, man. Yeah. All right, man. What You're is the host up? today. What You're the host. Up? I am, man. I am. The first time hosting the daily hi-fi show. Welcome, man. Woo -woo. Youth Man is in the house. Today we got two special guests. My man, Joe from Joe and Tell. Hey. What's up, Joe? How you guys doing? And then down on the bottom, we got Chana D, yo, yo, techno yo. dad. What is What's up, happening, everybody? guys? Oh, the man. eve before Christmas Eve, man. How's that? Uh, pretty crazy. My, wallet, my, my wallet's hurting. Your wallet's hurting, man. Yeah. yeah. So you got you got some young kiddos in the house. They getting excited for Christmas? Oh, yeah. It should be fun. It's all about them anyway. Uh, absolutely. See, my kids, they're all like grown up, man. They're 20 and 18 yep. and... 16 and 13. Mm, nice. So it's definitely um definitely not the same, man. When they're you know, when they're little, man, it's just it's a different vibe for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh absolutely. For, for anybody who's tuning in right now, I'm kind of curious to see how our levels are because last time you guys had that, you know, we had some level mismatch issues and absolutely uh, some people yeah. are louder than others. We got some of my family coming in back there. There you go. They're all hi, saying hi. hi. Hello. Yeah, if you're watching the video stream, uh, there's people coming in to Michael's house because he has the Absolutely. fun house over there. Dude, we have people coming in all the time. My girls have their friends coming over. My son has his. He's actually in New York City right now. So he's um he's with his fiance and probably about five other, six other people. So they're just enjoying um just hanging out. We got some folks coming in here. We got is it Staiwan? Is that Staiwan plays? Welcome, brother. Hey, I'll tell you what. Um, let us know in the chat where you're calling in, or at least where you're um, joining us from. Where are you guys at? So we got Eric in the house. Cool, man. It's first time here. This Good to cool. see you, brother. Uh, remember, you can always click on the, the live oh, that's right. there and pop them. Oh, up. yeah. Gotcha. Here we go. We're going to try this out. There we go. What's going on, Eric? Hey. Glad you're here, my man. What else we got uh -oh. here? Tremaine. So we got several topics. We'll go into those in just a little bit. Kind of get some little intros. Yep, some, yep. Hey, uh, Chana, you may like this this uh, screen name here. Got oh, some Techno-Bismol. Techno <laughs> love it, dude. He shows up love in the live streams and in my comments all the time, too. What's up, Techno-Bismol? That's love awesome, it. man. Love it. Cool. Let's check this out. Say hi to a couple guys here. We got BL Swaggers in the house. Thank you so much for all your videos. I'm sub to Youth Man and Techno Dad. You're both so helpful. Appreciate that, man. Hey, BL Swagger. Joe. You, you, Joe's feeling left out. Yeah, what's up, man? <clears throat> feeling like Ron over here. 
Nice. So he's trying to find some subs for a 5.2.4 system. <laughs> a lot of great choices out there right now, man. A lot of great choices. Good time to be a consumer. That's right. Everybody's mm-hmm. vying or fighting for your, uh, for our dollars. Dollar, dollar. <laughs> the bills, y'all. Yeah. How's, uh, of- how's uh, Chana's uh, volume on your guys' end on the live stream? Because on my end, it sounds like you're a little bit low, Chana. You could use a little bit of game. Cool. We got some SM7 folks from... Be there. All right. I just went up a notch better. Yeah. How's our volume, guys? If you could let us know on your end, is everything sounding good? We're still getting all this figured out. You know what we should do is once we get it all figured out, like take a picture. Like, yeah, that those settings there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So cool. Let's see where some of you guys are from. We got so Techno Bismol from Illinois in the U.S., Chesapeake, Virginia. Tristan's from Pennsylvania. Happy holidays, sir. PA in the house. Little Texas, man. You guys ever been to Texas? I, I drove through. Yeah, I've been to Houston, Austin. Nice. Kinds of spots. Oh, I'd love to go to South by Southwest in Austin. That would be awesome. <laughs> cool. We got Gabriel so. in the house from Tennessee. Oh, check out that plane, man. Is that like an RC plane? That looks that sweet. Looks sweet. Heck yeah. I always wanted, as a kid, I always wanted to um, my my parents to get me one of those, and they were always scared I'd just take it up the first time and just crash it. Which honestly, they're probably right. Well, that would happen. Yes. So I always got like always happen. always got like the RC cars, which that was fun. Yeah. But I love building cool. those things, man. Putting those things together, and then like I remember I was like bored, and so I just take the transmission apart, put in new nice. bearings, and then yeah. one day I was really bored and was like, well. I got 20 bucks to spend. So yeah, I launched it off of this like uh little thing, this little hill over um at my mom's house. And uh there's a cul-de-sac there, so it's all cement. And it totally sure. took a nosedive. I'm like, oh, oh dude. Time to oh, go well. buy some new parts and fix it. You know, it was like part of the thing, you know, break it and fix it. Break yep. it and fix it. That was my biggest fear when I bought the um DJI um Phantom 4. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like what 1200 bucks when I bought <laughs> it. And I'm like, this is the first time I'm ever flying a drone, man. And so I was always nervous about crashing it, but I never crashed it. Man, we got some folks from all over the U.S. We got we got Marcin from Poland. Welcome, Poland. man. Wow. In the house. Yeah. We got Brooklyn in the house. Virginia DJ. Beach. Are you in the house? <laughs> baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on. Chris, what's going on, man? From the Netherlands. Yeah. All right. So all over the place. Hey, um, so Mike, uh, just a yep. little tip for you and anybody out there wanting to buy a drone especially a dji now if you guys are like me and you play video games i'm Mm -hmm. so used to first person shooters and the left thumbstick being forward backward straping and the right thumbstick being looking around correct so like when i started up my my dji um the whatever the two the you got the mavic right mavic Mavic pro or whatever um there's a spot on there because i read i watched a lot of videos and it's like how to move it you know how to operate and fly it but there's an option to switch the joysticks and when you switch the joysticks it's exactly like playing call exactly except you're like 3d and you're like (laughs) flying around and stuff so it's pretty rough you've never flown a drone man borrow somebody's you know get out in the open field you know take it up kind of high so you don't have to worry about trees or electric poles or any of that stuff but man they're blast borrow mics all right, cool, man. Well, guys, glad you guys can join us for the Daily Hi-Fi tonight. 
on Christmas Eve Eve. So if you're in the U.S., Merry Early Christmas. Um, if you don't celebrate Christmas, Happy Holidays. And uh, we're just glad to have you guys along just to hang out. We'll spend some time together. We've got a couple topics we'll be addressing. We also have a uh, some call-ins that we'll take in just a little bit. I'll go ahead and pop that up here. So if you want to write this down, oh, no. call us. Open up the eight- floodgates. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I'm just going to put it out there for a little bit. 818-237-3030. Joe will be monitoring that. Yeah. So we'll bring that up in just a little bit, but let you know that we'll be doing that a little bit later on in the show. Yeah. Pull this back up here. All right, man. I'm just looking through the chat. Sometimes you guys, if you got questions, man, either call us, you can put them over in the chat. Uh, all three of us will be monitoring those as we go along. So we got Empatogo mm-hmm. in the house. Empatogo. Here we go. Yeah. He he owns uh, some L800s, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, th- the the pokes. I think they told me he's like one of the first dudes to buy. Nice. Sorry, don't mean he, to put you out it. there, but I have to. So I have to. Let us know how you like them in the comments. Oh man. my goodness, I'm so jealous. Nice. Or not, or I could be just be making that up. I don't know. Absolutely. No, I think you're right. <clears throat> yeah, New Jersey's in the house. I see a few New Jerseys. Here's a little comment for Chana. Chana, someone in the SVS forum said the sealed subs are always better for music. But I remember you saying that Ported is better for some type of music. Can you care to explain, brother? Yeah, yeah. So um, I have the PB4000, and that has like a sealed mode and a ported mode. And it's a huge box, right? So I actually find that the extended mode works best for all the things that I watch, all the content Mm -hmm. I watch and or listening to. there is, you know, I had the 15-inch Martin Logan subwoofer, which is just a sealed subwoofer, so it's not a huge box. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite small, like it, like <laughs> smaller than some 12-inch boxes. And it was nice and punchy, but it just kind of didn't have that rumble from, gotcha. you know, that a ported sub would have, especially for, like, movies. Now, when it comes to music, yes. Majority of the time, a sealed is going to be better because, like I said, it depends on... The music you're listening to, if you have something that's like just a normal music, normal music, I don't know what that means, but yeah, what is that? <laughs> like, not like fully synthesized and not like completely created in a machine. Like, if you have like gotcha. a drum kit, right? If there's a drum kit in that music to get that tight, punchy um, kick drum, sealed might be better. Um, but I noticed for a lot of the stuff I listen to that's more electronically created, like any kind of hip hop or electronic music. Um, they're using a lot, a lot of producers these days, kind of annoying, actually. They, hmm. they use a lot of sub frequencies that they just put in there, right? Now, yeah. back in the day, they weren't doing this because that wasn't like the thing. But now it's like the thing. It's kind of annoying. Um, I'm working on a DJ mix that's going to be featured on Global Dance Mission. Um, mm-hmm. It's coming out in like second week of January. And I'm trying to mix these tracks and like sometimes like these producers are just kind of annoying, like... Let's say the bass kick, the kick drum's like this. Well, but the grid is right here. So they like to move it around the grid so that they can so that they can be different. But what that does mm-hmm. is it ends up messing things up. So a lot of gotcha. these a lot of the new music these days are being produced in ways and they're using all these little tricks right. just to sound different. So they have a different kind of sound and, and try to be unique. Right, exactly. And that's, you know, that's kind of the thing. I remember 
I know you guys have seen like all the like Mac Pro videos, right? The oh yeah, fifty two thousand yeah. dollar Mac Pro. Yeah, I thought you. I thought you bought one. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'm I'm saving up for that Porsche uh, that uh, Joe keeps teasing me about all the time. I think so, I would take the Porsche over a computer any day. Yeah, yeah. any day I I can build one a whole lot cheaper. Right. So um so there's a lot of like review videos and there's this one that said not your average review. So I clicked on it, obviously. Right. And they got like the big, big baddest one, the fifty some thousand dollar one, and took it to a music studio. And these producers are like, Oh yeah, wow, this is awesome. I can have like a hundred tracks for this one song. I'm like, a hundred tracks? Good gosh. Well, like, what do you need all that for? Like right. That, that's and that's what they're doing. They're adding all of this stuff to sound right. different and sound unique. So with all this new music, they're adding sub bass, sub frequencies, like stuff we aren't even like listening to. And for the majority of the time, like a lot of the, like uh, Joe Risen, he's uh, mm -hmm. one of the um, um, mixing engineers and mastering engineers that I know, and he's like you know Grammy nominated, all that kind of stuff. Um, he's like, oh, I roll everything off at thirty hertz. So like. Do you need something? Do you need a home theater speaker that digs down to single digits for music? Probably not. Yes. You, <laughs> but but that's up for debate, clearly. So yeah. So yeah, that's I've why got, I said I've that. I've got some subs in right now that that can hit down to single digits. They're pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. That's why I brought it up. Uh, the, the other thing uh, I want to mention is we have a ton of people asking questions in the yeah uh, in the chat here. Um, you have your super chat set up, right, Michael? I do. So mm -hmm. if you definitely want to have your question answered, then hit Michael up with a super chat. So if you can, don't uh, know, if you yeah. don't know what the super chat is, it's kind of like a little donation and it highlights your name and your question. So yeah, if you just, didn't know what that is, that's what it is. Yeah. So if you see, All right, if you see that, then you, you get your question answered. Yeah. At the first pair of the, um, the 800s, man, globally. What a boss. Super cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Jump on it. All right. Here's a question. Joe, grab this one. All right, so Nick, uh, I don't know how to say your last name, La Placa. Mm -hmm. the, Outlaw, the Outlaw Audio Model 2200 monoblock spec states 1.7-volt <clears throat> XLR input sensitivity, 850-millivolt RCA input sensitivity. Does that sound correct? The Model 200 states 1.7-volt RCA input sensitivity. Huh? He's over me, man. I don't know what the proper specs are for that. Right. I don't know what's what's standard. Do you, Chana? Chana. I don't know if there is a standard, actually. Hmm. Um, I remember talking to Gene from Audioholics, and he said that different levels or different tiers of AVRs mm -hmm. will have different um, RCA output voltage. Mm -hmm. And so um, sometimes... And I would imagine on, the same thing for XLR as well. I, I guess, yeah. I don't assume that I don't know. I'm not an engineer, so I wouldn't. Yeah, know. me neither. Um, cool, great question though. Yeah, uh, we should have a phone, a phone a friend, like phone phone. <laughs> exactly. Can we have a phone like, a Gene? Call call somebody. Uh, I've got Gene's number. <laughs> phone <laughs> a Gene. That would be funny. Just call him up and hey, man, I got a question for you. That's awesome. That's awesome. By the way, you're on the air with like 300 people listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. So LMDH says. Polk S60 towers versus the SVS Ultra Bookshelf. Would the towers be better? Is that a signature 60? Is that from the signature line? Let's look it up here. Let's see what that Polk. looks like. 
S60s. Because it, yeah, it depends on what line they, they have. Because Polk has budget speakers and they have mm-hmm. more expensive speakers. So, sure. Depends which one that is. So, I don't have experience reviewing those. I have tried the, the Polk Signature Series bookshelves, though, and they weren't. They weren't my favorite, to be honest. Sorry, um, Polk guys. I know we had you on a podcast, but I've told them before. Yeah, it's from the same line. So I don't know. You know, a lot of times the bookshelf sounds different from the tower floor standing right. speakers. So I can't say specifically. I can just say that sure. top half, right. right? If you cut off cut off the top or uh, the bottom two, right. uh, that thing just I wasn't that there. super impressed with. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot, you know, that segment budget bookshelf speakers it's a very crowded well i don't segment. i don't think that's budget i mean he's talking about the svs ultra bookshelves which are a thousand for the pair is, is that considered budget uh a thousand for a pair of um no not really i mean it depends on what you're cons- what you consider a budget right yeah um so anyway he's asking tower versus bookshelf which is interesting too right yeah my, my problem I'm with not- the signature was it didn't have <clears throat> as much bass as i would hope for Hmm. But because you're comparing those two, I think that might be more fair of a comparison. Um, I think it's going to come down to like what kind of sound signature you like. So the Polk S60s, I believe, are using a soft dome, uh, one inch soft dome tweeter. Mm-hmm. And they Polk tunes those kind of bright, you know. Um, I think they kind of want to stand out because they're, they're right there at Best Buy with Klipsch. Right, so if you got a clip speaker there, right. and you have a laid back speaker, if you just have a random person come up and test both of them, they'll be like, "Well, the other one sounds better," right? Just because it's brighter, more clarity. So um, I've noticed that Polk does tend to make those speakers sound a little bit brighter, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason why. The SVS, I, I've tried. You had the Ultras, right, Shana? Those yeah. are the ones I borrowed from you. Uh, yeah, I still those, have them. Yeah. Those have a an aluminum dome tweeter metal dome, some kind of metal dome tweeter but but they measure pretty flat right so they have very different sound signatures i think the just guessing i think those floor standards would probably have a little bit more bass right just because there's three drivers there yeah. versus one on the other um and in my review of the bookshelf i i kind of felt like the svs needed a sub like it was meant to be paired with a sub which is why, uh, you know, SVS does make subs. So makes sense that they yes, would I, set it up. I've got way. a six and a half Strategic. on that bookshelf. Strategic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think the answer to your question is depends on whether you want to use a sub or not. I think that's it. Cool, man. Good question. All right, we got Rot. Rot's Rule East Pennsylvania is here. What's happening, man? Glad to glad you're hanging out with us tonight, man. You could be doing anything and you're hanging out with us, man. Appreciate it. What else we got here? Tristan Jones. Okay. Trying to catch up on some comments here, guys. And and to be clear, right? So I said that I didn't like those those signature series. Totally different when you step up to that L eight hundred with SDA. Yeah. <laughs> that uh. Yep. That M Patogo has. That's a whole. That's that's. An, I don't it's even know why level, it says right? like. Yeah. It's a whole new world. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh man, he's gonna bust out in song. Cool man. Hey Rob, thanks so much for the super chat. Love Michael, Joe, and Techno Dad. Ron couldn't make it tonight. He was going to join us, but he had other obligations. <clears throat> Star, Wars? Stuff. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Star Wars. That was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Awesome. Did you yeah, see it, like, Joe? 
tell everybody all about it, Shauna. Yeah, I'm not going to say <laughs> uh, <laughs> just anything. It was funny. He busted out something, and he was like, "Oops, did that come out?" Yeah, yeah, it did. What yeah, else we uh, got? Uh, Rob, on, appreciate e, it, Rob E is always supportive. Thank you. Yeah. He had a Super question. Grateful, when are we going to see PSA TV three six one? Is that lower or up above that? It's another one. He he another hooked one. up Keep another one. Down. He's oh for the okay. Well, I have supporter the other. For oh, sure. gotcha. I got you. Awesome. So man, I'm still learning the uh, little navigation. That's Here right. we go. Mike right, is hosting this time around. Yeah, man. I'm learning the, the navigation of this stream yard. So Robbie, when are we going to see a PSA TV thirty six iPal? Or TV42 iPal versus JTR. Well, what he's talking about is um, I haven't had any, I've only reviewed one Power Sound Audio, which was the S3611, has dual 18 inch dual opposing. So one's firing kind of to the right and one's firing to the left. Um, that thing was absolutely crazy beast. Tons of output down like to 10 hertz. Um, is all I measured. I didn't go any lower than 10, but man, it was crazy ridiculous. But they're coming out with some bigger batter stuff. They've got the TV series, iPal, um, just, you know, the stuff that Tom is doing there is is pretty crazy. Um, now, one thing that I, I find kind of interesting is just the model numbers because they throw me off every time. So when you say a TV 36, I'm like, man, which one is that? Is that the 21 inch or is that a 18 inch? And then they've got the 42, and so I'm still learning their, uh, you know, his model numbers. But the JTR, I'm going to pull up a, a screenshot here. So right now I've got some pretty crazy subwoofers in for a few. So here behind my 150-inch screen, I've got the Eclipse La Scala's. Right in between those, I've got the uh, pair of SVS PB16 Ultras, which have served me very well over the past probably maybe a year or two that I've had them. Um, great subwoofer, lots of output, dig a lot deeper than my previous Klipsch RSW15s. And so right in front, um, just probably, what, about a week ago, I received a pair of the brand new JTR RS2s. Now, these are dual 18-inch um subs in a sealed enclosure and each one of those cabinets has a 4000 watt continuous amplifier what does jtr stand for i don't know any now, name okay well okay so the owner is jeff um i think you pronounce it Perman permanian yeah i'm probably so, pronouncing it wrong but um i don't know good question it's not like jeff so Todd and rick right mm -mm. so that's yeah. a pretty crazy um set up there and then i'm going to show you just in comparison as far as how big that sub is i want you to check this out this is insane so that is the monolith s uh, i think their model number is the s12 so it's a 12 inch subwoofer sealed enclosure compared to dual 18 next to it and then the martin logan's um 60 xti's so these things are crazy. So huge. yesterday I, I fired them up. They're massive, man. Dude, that that uh, the dust cap on there is the same size. It looks <laughs> oh, like that's the same hilarious. Size. Yeah, that <laughs> the right there is like the size of the speakers on the side. That's funny, dude. Yeah, because that's oh, about six and a half inch. You know, no, those are. That's right. This is an eight. So we got dual eights here. Those are eight six. Yeah, I believe these are eights. 
Let me look it up just to make sure I've got it right. That is insane. So um, you're gonna you're reviewing those right now. Yeah. Can you give us a little bit of a hint as yeah. to like what yeah, you experienced? I mean, or? Yeah. The the oh, okay the subwoofers. Yeah. So yeah. So last night was literally you know the first time I'd cranked them up, and absolutely was pretty crazy. So I invited a friend of mine over, and I said, "Hey, Derek, um, come on over. I'm gonna show you something." So he walks in and he goes, "Holy cow!" He's like, number one, those things are enormous. So he hops down and uh, sits in the, the front row. And so I just throw on some music and he does this, no lie. So he's listening, you know, the highs are kicking in at the beginning, you know, just some little hip hop or whatever. And then it drops. And he goes, <laughs> and it just, his mouth just drops and he just sat there for a minute. So then we popped in a couple of, so everything that we would do. And then I put in um, Ready Player One. And we listened to the beginning of like the car race scene at the beginning. And when King Kong literally, I mean, there was a lot of LFE, but when King Kong jumped off the Empire State Building or whatever, it lands down, landed. And then there was one part a little bit later where he, I'm trying to remember if it was where he broke through, like he lands on the highway. Yeah. When he breaks that high, holy crap. At, I mean, we're talking. Point, at what point does your wife come in and say, "What the heck?" Is she left. <laughs> she okay. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just wondering because there's got to yeah, be some point where like, "Hey, this is yeah. insane!" Like, yeah. And honestly, crazy. I didn't, I didn't have it up that loud. I really, really didn't. We have some super so, chats here. I do. I see oh, these. Wow. Let me, let me get we these. got some super chats. We got to get to right. those super All super right. chats. Here we go. Cool man, Rots rule. You guys are the best, man. Super appreciate that, man. Thanks you rule, Mister Rots. Thank you, sir. So I'm Thank assuming so by Rot's rule, you've got some Rottweilers. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, man. I wonder uh, if that's like your is that your dog? Are, yeah, definitely. Let us know. Do you have and what are their names? Yeah, man. That thing looks beast, dude. Rottweilers will mess you up, man. Like they're super <laughs> I saw cool. One the other day at the, at the I forgot where it was, but I was like, you know, I think it was uh, who was it? One one of the comedians was just like, hey, is is, is that the homie? Like, is this dog cool? Like, I, I'm not gonna assume that he's cool. Right, you know what I mean. I was like, "Hey, as if hey, Mike speaking, Tyson was in the house." You know what I mean. You speaking of a uh, comedian, just see the uh, Saturday Night Live with Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, we watched it a little I, bit, I a little bit. My wife doesn't like in, it. So. A, yeah, I hadn't seen him in just in years. It's like he just popped out of nowhere. Like he disappeared for a long time. Apparently, yeah, he's, he's got, got ten a new children. Movie. He's got a new movie coming out. I think. Ah, yeah. I think he did mention that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool we got. Got a couple other ones here. Tristan oh, Jones, appreciate oh. the super chat. What was your favorite tech? Oh, you know what's oh. funny is that actually was a question I was going to bring up for the, the podcast. So great, great question. So how about Chana? Favorite tech that you reviewed this year? Could be speaker, receiver, amplifier, headphones. What did you like the best out of what you reviewed? Oh, man. That's kind of tough. I know, right? We get some fun stuff in here. There, you know? there was a lot. That, that's your um, most thing. recent one, bro. You keep going on about the... The Oculus? Yeah, no. Yeah, is that not it? That's that's probably. Look at, it. Look at the smile. The it's, smile. It's like the coolest thing. Away, you guys have no idea how cool this is, and I'm so fortunate. Like I just was able to buy one, um, because yeah. they're just sold out everywhere. Um, yeah. So for me, I'd say it's probably that, and I'm still like, um, I even had the teen, my teenager. I had a. Did you guys see the video? I sent you guys yeah. a video. Like, yeah, the teenagers all like in the living room trying it out, and he's like, "Oh, this is so cool." And um, it's it's 
pretty insane. Like I even tried Joe, Joe, uh, let me know that there's, you can watch Netflix and stuff like that. And it's kind of crazy. It's just, you like tried it. The, that would be weird. It's, it's like you're in the living room and there's this big screen and, um, you're just watching Netflix. <laughs> like that's how Michael and I feel when we're watching movies with our projector. Ah, yeah. Nice. Set up. There's even a right. better one. Um, it's called big screen. Yeah. Big screen yeah. That's the one everybody uses. And then you can load in all of your movies. Yeah. Excuse me. Or stream it, but you can load them into the actual uh, headset itself. So the so Oculus. Yeah. Tell, Oculus. Them, tell them a little bit about what is Oculus. Not everybody. Okay, so you know, um, Oculus the is the um, is a brand of virtual reality headset. And I wanted the Oculus Rift a few years ago. They have a newer one, the Rift S. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the Rift and a lot of the other ones like the HTC, I think it's called Hive or something or hmm. Vive. I, I don't know. Um, you need a computer, so you'd have to pay $400 for the headset and then right. a minimum of like twelve dollars or $1,500 for a computer. So you're looking at like a $2,000 situation and buy games, and that was just um, kind of annoying. But uh, the new one, the Oculus Quest, you don't need a computer. Right. There's no wire hooked up from the headset to a computer. So you can actually, if you, like you, Mike, you have a garage, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can empty out the garage and have that whole garage your play Dude, area. I, I got a lot of emptying to do, man. I, oh, I know, I, I know. So much crap in the garage. Um, but uh, that's that. I think is the coolest part. Like, there's no wires, and you're not confined to. Mm. You yeah. know, you could even go out and. I mean, people will probably mess with you, but if you went out to like a big park and just made a big right. old <laughs> circle, you know, you could be in there like. Just hang out with the Tai Chi people, you know what I mean? While they're yeah. doing Tai Chi, just get up in the mix with your... Now, now, you had mentioned something about, like, you create your space, like, right? Mm -hmm. You create your, what do you, do you call it? A, like your, your play, play area? area. Or, yeah, yeah, so you, like, draw it on the ground, and it becomes okay. this three-dimensional grid. And nice. if you're in one of the softwares or the games, and you get close to it, it, it pops up. Hmm. So it shows up in your game. It's like, oh, you need to, like, move somewhere. Back off. Yeah, yeah. you're about yeah. to knock over your 50-inch plasma screen that's on the wall yeah, no, i made sure i was like OLED. a foot and a half away from the oled <laughs> that would could you imagine like swinging and and like you know there's going to be some youtube videos some funny ones of guys doing oh, yeah. some stupid stuff oh, yeah like vr they're gonna fails. swing the lightsaber and then they're gonna punch right through their screen man or like you know be... you have to hold a controller so mm -hmm. if you don't have you the lanyard, you yeah. yeah yeah if you don't have the lanyard attached you could easily just slide it right through a window yeah. or something oh um, gosh but they just uh they just had two new um, updates. I haven't installed them, but one of them is hand tracking. So you don't even need the controllers anymore. Oh, right. So it'll just track your hands. And then nice. that was last week. <clears throat> this week, there was another um, update where it's a full body tracking. So you nice. can like walk around and it'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing I, what technology has done. Dude, I can't wait to go to CES because I never checked out the virtual reality section. Okay. I got it's you. just so huge. I can't yeah, wait yeah. To, to go cool around stuff. over there. Yeah, uh, my favorite piece of tech is kind of. It sounds more boring than when you just said, Chana. Is this uh, what is this called? Well, Roadcaster? you're a boring guy, dude. So yeah, I'm a boring guy. I am, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I see you at CES in Vegas, you can go and party. I'll probably be right there, like editing videos, doing some boring stuff. But uh, nah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe you're gonna tap out before me. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But um, this Roadcaster enables us to do a lot of the stuff that we've been doing with these podcasts. So anytime I'm able to create and provide content for our audience, I'm happy. And so we got everybody set up, yeah. Shauna's set up, Michael's set up, 
Ron, I mean, you know, we're working. I'm happy for this, you know, this yeah. is the coolest thing. And honestly, yeah, even even up. thing things that you guys do, whether it's you're supporting us through Patreon or through Super Chats, all of that stuff helps us to provide better content for you. So we're truly, truly super grateful for each of you guys. And even just tuning in and asking questions, man, it, it just I get pumped up, you know, just hanging out with you guys. So speaking of which, cool. speaking of which, um, this roadcaster. Mm-hmm. That I keep forgetting the name. They're all the same podcaster, roadcaster, broadcaster. They have all the same names, but um, this allows us to take calls. So just a just a reminder there. Cool. We'll pop that up and just say, let me get these yeah. couple super chats, and then we'll throw the uh, the phone line up there. Sure. So here we go, John with a big fourteen ninety nine. Wow. Appreciate that, man. Thanks so much That's for the awesome, super chat, John. Woo-hoo. Definitely appreciate it, man. Thanks for your work. Enjoy the content. Do you guys run Rune servers? And if so, tell us about your setup. Are y'all familiar with Rune? Okay. With servers? I I do not, but um, but Ron does. One second, uh, I have somebody okay. knocking on the door. One sec. Okay. Right, you guys continue. So yeah, so John, I'm not familiar with Rune. Um, I never got in. I'm assuming it's some type of network. Um, so what would that be? Maybe for are we talking streaming movies streaming kind of thing and oh, music? actually, is it, I thought Rune was just for music. I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. See if you can pull that up. Streaming. I think you, I can share. You can share your screen too, Jonah. If you find it. How? How? What is it? How do you spell it? R O O N. It's a server. Rune streaming. Do any of you guys run Rune yeah. servers? Files and iTunes libraries on one or more PCs. Okay. The music player for music lovers. So I think it's just music. Okay. Gotcha. All right, sorry about that, guys. Oh, you're good. Oh. So cool. So we're thinking that um, John was asking about uh, kind of like a media for music streaming service, kind of through um, maybe multiple servers in your home, yeah, in your networking yeah, those um, together. Put so, my, put yeah, my screen up, Mike. So all right. So how do I? Oh, there um, it is. How to stream? Boom. I don't use Rune because I use a uh, I use a Nvidia Shield. Okay. And I run Plex. I'm out of breath. This AVR mm-hmm. was heavy. <laughs> Is that what you got? You got a new yeah. toy? Yeah. So uh, that's hilarious, man. AVR. Always got new it's stuff coming in. X4500H. You guys already know about oh, that. Oh, nice. You've reviewed that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I use <clears throat> Plex, and that that kind of organizes everything for me. You know, so. But most of the time, I'm usually streaming anyway. So yeah. I have Tidal, Cobas, right. YouTube Music, Spotify. Yeah. So and it so, looks like it Rune turns this, which is like just a standard files mm-hmm. in a folder, into nice. this on the right. So I guess it's cool. more of an intuitive, like a like visual and visual user interface. I guess nice. Yeah. So maybe maybe kind of similar to how I guess maybe doesn't Plex do that similarly? Yeah, I think so. so yeah, as well. yeah so, like, the, like the title art and the some background yeah. information and the best way I can describe sweet. it is this. So it does integrate with title which is confusing to me because the only reason that i would feel um uh that i'll get the the use out of rune is if i had a lot of music that i've ripped right mm-hmm. that gotcha. are you know right flack files mm-hmm. and i want to get all that into there and maybe some of that content is not on title mm-hmm. then you have right. the best of both worlds right okay. so you have your title and then you have the stuff that you've ripped not downloaded because it's, yeah. that's illegal yeah you know what i mean but I have a ton of CDs, huh? I have a ton of CDs. <laughs> you know what I'm you know? saying? No, but but, but uh, channel, what does that what does that run on pricing? 
Uh, let's see. Just curious. It's not cheap. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, there it is. Seven hundred bucks for a lifetime. For lifetime. One nineteen a year. So what? Well, if you're paying, yeah, but if you're paying one hundred twenty a year, you might as well do the lifetime. So here's the thing. If you plan on it. Here's the thing that I would say about Plex as well, and I feel like this is like Plex for music. So mm -hmm. Plex is for mostly for video, but I always tell people it's kind of like if you download movies, right? Legally, right. sure. Legally, right? Then, or illegally. Let me just say it straight. If you download me movies illegally and you throw them on there, it, you throw them onto this thing and it makes everything look like they Netflix. look legit, man. They man. Look legit. It, it looks like Netflix. You get them yeah. on yeah. there, like it yeah. can be like as long Kinda as you weird. have a decent title, it makes it all look like it gets all the album it gives artwork, you a synopsis, freaking, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's wild. What ruined those too. Yeah, you know, and it adds to that user experience too. Right. Yeah, so you it's know. very, very cool. Like it'll play three trailers from your other movies mm. to remind you that you have them. Nice. It's just crazy. So it's it pretty, is also well, again kind of talking about tech. You know, I mean, that's just how far we've come. You know, from the good old days of VHS, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Got yeah. another super chat here. In Patogo, appreciate the super chat, sub fellas. Favorite compact subwoofer which plays deeper. And bigger than a size. Okay, so basically punching above their rank. So to me, I a really it. a really small subwoofer that that plays. I don't know if it necessarily. Well, it still plays pretty deep. And and all I can do is speak for ones that I've reviewed is the uh, SVS SB three thousand. That oh, is a super mine. super small. I mean, we're oh. talking. It's like thirteen inches cubed. There is a um. There's a question about it here in the chat. Richard says, do you guys think the price of the PV4000 is justified when compared to the performance of the PV3000? Okay, so PV versus... All right, I'm trying to find this question. Okay, so... It's so, in between the ROTS... It's right above the ROTS Rule $5 Super Chat. Hey, these Super Chats are a nice little marker for the, yeah, <laughs> no, it's like, for the comments. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a ton of comments over here. So it's between a green one and a blue one, Mike. All right, so I'm looking here. I see the green. Ah, oh, there we go. Empatogo, so to answer your question... Um, I'm afraid that if we all answer, it's going to sound like this whole video is sponsored by SVS. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> which is not, literally, I, and like not. I said, all right, so I'm comparing that to a JTR RS2, you know, and, and the only thing I can mention is stuff that I've reviewed. I never like to try to give advice or give commentary on something that I haven't personally had experience with because yeah. then you're just guessing or you've read something on the Internet and you're just regurgitating that, and I really don't uh, like to do that. So, Chana, I still. So I have I have the SB three thousand right over there, right? I yeah. reviewed the SB two thousand, and they're not that different in size. Yeah, maybe an inch each direction. Not very us, uh, very much difference. And this thing, it's it's crazy. Like yeah. it, it hits below twenty hertz, right? It's small, and just to give you an idea of how small this is. I've built a uh, a subwoofer that I've shown in a previous video, and I'm using an eight inch driver. I tried to make the smallest sub that I could possibly design, right? right. And I had to use an eight inch sub, and it only went down to like <clears throat> 25 hertz. And then I went and got the SB2000, the smaller brother to the SB3000, and that thing is about the same size, <laughs> using a 12 inch uh, sub, and hitting below 20 hertz. So I was like, man. Right. These guys are awesome because they're using the right driver, right? Uh, custom drivers. And then they have the DSP that allows it to hit as deep as they want. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Got another super chat here. So Rob had to go. Appreciate that, brother. Got to go. Hey, got a take bunch care, of, Rob. <laughs> he's got a bunch of booze Christmas party, so he's ready to have a good night. Glad he were able to stop by, at least yeah, for a little awesome. bit, and hang out with us. Appreciate that. Chad with a super chat. Appreciate that, man. Definitely. I'm just curious if he's got an ATV like that. Dude, I had a neighbor that had one of those. Man, they're, they get kind of crazy, man. It's kind of like the cyber truck, you know, to run out in the, the wilderness. And um, just so you guys know, I'm going through the chat and answering some of these questions for those Very of you cool. that are in the chat that we can't get to. So, um, yeah, just yeah, keep an eye like, out. So, and I'll tell you what, while we're kind of peeking through that, I'm going to put up. If you guys have a question, man, give us a call. We haven't had a call in tonight, so give us a call. Your questions, 818-237-3030. Love to hear from you. Even if you don't have a question, if you just want to call, hang out, um, just say hi. We'd love to chat with you for a little bit. I'll leave that up for a while, and we'll keep going through some of these comments over here. Did we get a super chat with no text on it? Yeah, you're just donating. Oh, man. What's that now? I guess. Yeah. So cool. yeah. I see Life of Bliss in the house. Yeah, is he? Very cool. Okay, now Life of Bliss. If you guys haven't checked out his channel, he's a good friend of mine. Um, Kyle has some talking about big subwoofers. He has some crazy, crazy. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll pull this up. I think it makes those JTRs look like tweeters. Man, I'll tell you. You know, he's got some. If you're into like do it yourself, Life of oh, Bliss. Here comes a call. Oh, all right. Go ahead and grab it. On a second. How'd you miss a call, Joe? I know, right? Let me see. Let me make sure I'm yeah. connected up here. Here we go. Let's see. I'll share. I should be good to go. I gotta see where it. Kind of weird though, because it's going. Okay, here we go. You got it. I think so. <laughs> Whoa! Who's that? Hi, this is John. Which hey. one is this? Hey, how's it going? What's up? It, it, sounds cra- it sounds crazy over there. I thought it was my house for a second. <laughs> I hear kids in the background. No, it's a, it's not a little one. Okay. Um, have you guys heard that there's a new Harmony Elite Pro that has six IR blasters and an Ethernet port on there? What? I haven't. No. Harmony. Let's pull that up. Harmony, Harmony Elite Pro, you said? Yeah. It's not on the actual Logitech um, website. Okay, so I'm looking there now. <clears throat> there we What's go. Your name, by the way, and where where are you calling from, if you don't mind? From Michigan. All right, Michigan. It's cold up there. Right. What's the temperature? What's the temperature what in Michigan, Michigan right now? Like, what's the temperature? What's the oh, weather? It's about fifty-ish. Okay, not bad as I thought. It's I know Michigan mild. gets cold. Winter. Nice. Let's pull this up. So and for anybody Army, who's calling, just know that we there is some sort of delay. So if you ask a question, it'll take like maybe a half second, a second for us to hear it. Sure. And same the other way. So forgive, right. forgive us if so, we're not responding like immediately. Okay, so here's so the new Harmony it. remote. Yeah. I'm curious what the Ethernet does. I think it actually does the like what the um, Wi-Fi does for the Elite, but mm. it makes makes it for goes better wow do you have one of these is this out already no i if you go into um the under scroll down through the harmony setup on the logitech website there should be Mm -hmm. 
the actual um, one at the bottom that has the like the pro, and then there's mm-hmm. the one that are, is on the bottom. Harmony like further pro. down here? So I see the Harmony Pro. It just says find a reseller. Okay, scroll down a little bit past that one. It should have one on the bottom that has a Pro Ultimate. Hmm. Not seeing it. Oh, a Pro Ultimate? Yeah. Hey, Chana and Michael, do you guys use uh, Harmony remotes? I do. I actually have a Harmony Elite. Okay. I got like three of them. Yeah. One of them yeah. got lost. I don't know how. But the ones that I have, my wife hates using both of them. So I'm kind of like up up the creek without a paddle here. <laughs> um, but I do have something here. Hold on. But yeah, I've used, I pretty much, I've had two Harmonies. I had the Harmony One um, when I first got it, uh, when I first built my theater room. And the great thing about the Harmony is you can create like little macros. What is that? A sofa baton? Sofa baton. Okay. Yeah, they're U1. Okay. They sent this to me to review like uh, like five months ago. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying. Little, try- little behind there, buddy. I'm trying to get okay. it um, get it going, but it looks like a cool, um, definitely cheaper like- alternative to a Logitech. So you know. Okay. Um, if yeah, they, they get- need some competition because they're they, yeah, absolutely because they kind of dominate right now. Because yeah, either you pricey. go with yeah, either you go with Logitech Harmony, or you go with something um, like Universal the URC remotes, which I had one of those originally. Um, I guess it was probably several years after I bought the Harmony. And it was difficult to program, to be honest with you. Um, typically with like a URC, you're going to hire a custom integrator. You're going to go ahead and, you know, make that happen for you. But the Harmony, one thing that's nice about that is it's really user-friendly. And with the Elite that I have, you can do like program all of your macros with your phone. Yep. Which makes it really, really nice. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull up on when I get into my web browser. Yeah. And let me see if I can pull up that link for the alternate. What is it? it to, what is it about that? Chat, that the chat. Yeah. What is it about that particular remote that you find the most interesting? I actually like it because it actually has. Um, like the feature, all the different, like set up, the way that it's set up for turning everything on and mm-hmm. actually with the, um, with the Google Assistant, I can be able to take and set it up where I can be able to, ha- where I can actually tell it to turn on from nice anywhere I go. I can tell yeah. my, Ro- I can tell my Google Assistant to turn on my Roku and oh. it will actually turn on I when, see. I, when I get home. I so that some of the home automation in there. Very cool. So if, if you have a guest over and you have like a crazy system with a bunch of different things, and they're like, uh, how do I use this? Be like, how do I turn the TV um, on? Don't touch anything. Hold on one second. Let me just tell this thing to turn on. Okay. Right. There you go. Change the channel if you want. <laughs> Here we go. So JC has maybe some insight. He says there's a Harmony right. Pro 2400, not a Harmony yeah, Pro. Yeah, 2400 is actually uh, um, the one I'm actually – power over ethernet he said uh, he's got one now and he's set up on the pro website as the dealer so if you guys are looking man we just gave you a free plug in how about that there you hey go. appreciate the info man thank you yeah crestron i know um john mentions you know he's got crestron crestron again crestron will do just about anything but a lot of times it takes a um not only does it take a programmer 
or you got to be pretty comfortable with the programming and have the software, but it also takes a lot of hardware to make that work too. So you've got to have different modules and things. And so, but Crestron makes some killer stuff. I mean, you can set up just about anything with that. Well, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Not a problem. You guys have a good hey, have, day. Have a great care, Christmas. Thanks. Bro. Cool. So I'm going to go back up here to some of these. Man, there are so many chats, man. So many yeah. questions. That's why I'm saying you have to do super <laughs> chat, not because, not because, uh, for any particular um, reason, except for it's just too hard to get to all these questions. Um, I, I'm hoping that um, you guys are helping each other out too. That's what I like to see in the chat. Is yeah, absolutely. People you know are helping answer, each other. That's so cool. All right, yeah. so cool. We got another. Call. Oh, it looks like I missed the call. It's like ringing for like one second, and then I think Joe's hanging, hanging up on him, man. I'm not hanging up. Joe, up back up there. Joe, so if you got, dude, how oh, much you been drinking go. today, bro? Here we go. I know, right? Here we go. Eight one eight two three seven thirty thirty. I didn't leave the call. What the heck? No way. Joe's hanging up on you. So guys, <laughs> if you call in and Joe hangs up, don't get offended, you know. Like sorry. Costa Rica. Joe's been Costa Joe's Rica. been tipping back that eggnog a little too hard. So it's either that or his big sausage fingers. I'm trying. Look, it says <laughs> it says I left the call. What the oh, oh I missed one. Here we go. Yes. Yeah, oh, I got chat earlier. Okay. Keep trying on the on the I call I and I'll tr keep trying to answer this thing. Three missed calls. Oh man! Cool. So Chana's. I see you're just knocking out these comments. That's great. Yeah, man. trying to. Uh, two wheels Appreciate for God. It. Um, you were asking about. Are we way down? Oh, here we go. About go um, uh, demoing speakers. Again. Yes, I use Eagles Hotel California Live. I think that was from like, was it the nineties? Ninety four? No, two thousand four. I don't know. Something with the four at the end. Uh, but that's a good one. I have a whole, uh, playlist of music that I use uh, for speakers and. <clears throat> and um that's streaming i know somebody else asked um do you use streaming or physical media for testing speakers and i do both because mm -hmm. we're in that kind of a space where a lot of people don't have physical media um i rip all my 4k discs onto an external drive it's a 10 terabyte drive and i go through because i sound really lazy but i don't want to get up and like go change a disc every like yeah. 10 minutes absolutely um, when I'm reviewing something, because it's, it's just a time situation. Yeah. And the other thing is like, where's the disc? Where's the disc? Because <laughs> I'll I open up. This I know what's happening. Right here. Dolby Atmos demo. Yeah. Where's the disc? Where's, <laughs> where's the damn disc? <laughs> you misplaced it, man. Nobody I know. I know. So it's, it's great having it on a hard drive. You know, it's a one-to-one -one rip. So I like using that. And then uh, for music, I'll just use either Tidal or Spotify. Um... Oh, you guys are going to laugh. Straight through the AVR. Why? You what happened? Gonna, you guys are going to laugh about why you. it seems like I'm hanging up. Because you were. No, no. You're still hanging so, up on people. No, no. Oh. Here's, here's the deal. So this thing was set up last time to call Ron's phone, too, so he can oh. answer the call. Uh-uh. So, oh, so, so Ron, hanging the movie Ron's theater, hanging, like, Ron is hanging the... up on. Oh my god! He's probably in the movie theater, like, what really? The heck? Why is my phone Dang. blowing up right now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's man. probably like, who's who are so, all these people so calling? I turned it off so it wouldn't forward to his uh, phone. He can enjoy his movie, hopefully. But yeah, try again. Sorry about that. <laughs> Technical so if, difficulties uh, abound. I'll put it back up here because Joe messed up. Eight one eight. Yeah, Rocker says calling numbers are working. Here we go. Here we go. 
You are on the air, I believe. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Yes. Hey, man, it's Chad. Hey, oh, Chad. Chad. What's going on, brother? Oh. Hey, did, guys. Did you, I've been did waiting you get, to talk to you. Did you get hung up on it earlier? No, I was on with Joe the whole time as he was explaining that the other guy got the call in the movie theater. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> nice, yeah. man. So where are you calling from, Chad? I'm over in Wyoming. Oh, wow. very cool, very cool, man. Thanks for so what's happening, man. By the way, yeah. Yes, that's me in the picture in my machine. Oh, nice, nice. Let me see if I can go back to it here. It's a super chat that didn't have any any text. I know there's a ton. Here we go. There we go. Boom. So that's Ooh. yours, and that's you. Yeah, that's yep. a great pick, man. That's awesome. That would be so. So, how fast does it does it run? That one was a turbo, and okay. it run eighty miles an hour. Oh my Ooh. gosh! <laughs> oh man. my goodness, man! Catch some serious air out in the the desert with that thing. Golly! So, where do you typically like to run it? Uh, everywhere. We got a lot of mountainous terrain, a lot of trails, and that mm -hmm. is the sand dunes out north of uh, where I live, about a half hour drive. Nice. Very That's cool. cool. You have a question for us? What's up? Um, I kind of do. I've talked to you guys all separately okay. um, on your uh, YouTube uploads and stuff. Yeah. And uh, my question was, I mean, I've got a very large room downstairs uh, where the theater is. It's a carpeted room. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't need any wall treatments or anything like that um, because it's just very dense. Okay. The sound is just very, very dense. There's no echo down there. Okay. And um, so I bought two SVS uh, PB 1000s right. and they shake the room. And when I watch your guys' videos and talking about <laughs> uh, the PB 3000s and up, right. I'm like, what? What's going on? Like, how much more what do you on earth? Out if I put what do you need yeah. all that for? Yeah. yeah, it's it's called an obsession, is really what that is. Yeah, I I kind of wonder the same uh, thing about Michael's setup. Like, yeah, this is already a lot. What is going on in yeah. your setup? Yeah. So okay, we hear you. What yeah. exactly? So and 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 because of youth, man, I'm running all clips uh, speakers. I'm running what he would call a five point two point two. Okay. Okay. Cool. So that and, so you've got five uh, on the floor and then the two subs. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have five it. five on the floor, two mm -hmm. in the ceiling, and two subs. Cool. Nice. Very cool. And how big is your room? So, man, it's it's like I want to say fifteen by thirty feet wide. Okay, so you got a you got a pretty decent sized room. Mine's only thirteen by nineteen, and so. Do you have one row of seating or two rows? I have one row seating. Uh, I okay. have enough for two rows. Okay. I want to put the back row up against the sure. wall. Are you looking at getting possibly two but, additional for uh, for Atmos? I have I have two two ceiling mids for Atmos. Okay, so they're kind of like in the like right above you. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. A lot of times, okay, you know, so, anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. I was just going to say, um, if, if you're able to, I would try to recommend getting two more 
And not just because more is be- <laughs> not because not not talking about the subwoofers. I know the Atmos, man. Oh, oh, oh. I thought yeah, you were yeah, talking not- about two more subs. Like, damn. <laughs> no, he said he's already pleased with those. Um, but with the Atmos well, like, speakers, you you're just gonna get a. I do have two extra ceiling speakers. Okay, oh, awesome, okay. good. Um, that I disconnected because my rear clip fits. Was it RP fifty one M? Okay. Um, I had to mount those in the corner of the ceiling in the back wall because I have a bar down there mm-hmm. and where the seating is um, on the left side, the left rear is open bar. So I had no place to mount mm-hmm. that. And I didn't sure. want to put them on stands behind the, the couch. So sure. I have four ceiling speakers, but I disconnected okay. the back ones because I'm using, and I'm down firing directly to the center listening position with those clips. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. So you had a I'll question about it sounds amazing. Nice. And so you said you had the reference premiere, right? I do. It's a great system. Uh, what, what models are your front speakers? My front towers are R six. Is it 600 RP 6,000s probably, or do you have the bookshelf speakers? The RP 6,000s. I've got the towers. Okay, nice. cool. Yeah, I reviewed kind of like the bigger okay. brother. It was the 80s. Um, 8,000. Yeah, 8,000 FA with the Atmos built in. With the Atmos built in. Great, great to, speakers, man. I would love great to speakers. have those. But what I, did, what I did with those front towers, mm-hmm. you know, everybody said go with 80 hertz as the standard and stuff when you're setting it up. And I, and I kind of did that. Mm-hmm. But I went full range on those bad boys. Okay. So that, and the option on my receiver allowed me to use double bass. Right. I went. Right full range on those and sure. in stereo mode those things pump out a lot of bass yeah absolutely it's amazing a lot of people recommend that too is running full range mm-hmm. and then wherever it's not able to take over you know have the subs take over where it can't hit yeah so a lot of people recommend that way too yeah so the double bass for those yeah, of you it, it that, changed everything for me so the double bass would basically typically you're going to run a crossover so let's say at 80 hertz so anything roughly 80 hertz and below would go to your crossover. So in your setup, you're running at full range. So it's playing all the low frequencies, all the mid range, all the highs. But then by setting double bass, you're now sending that lower frequencies to your subwoofers. Exactly. The the subwoofers really popped at that point because uh, when I originally had it set up in stereo mode, it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't hit very hard. I couldn't Mm -hmm. figure out what was going on. So I played with it a little bit. And went full range on that, and there it was. Right. Are, do, gotcha. you have a, do you have a projector set up or TV? Uh, what else do you have? <laughs> Somebody's asking me in the chat have, about uh, this. An old oh, I was like, what is he doing? Uh-huh. 1080p? <laughs> I had an old, uh, old uh, 100-inch screen uh, with a 1080p projector, and it was probably 10 years old, and I just went with the um, X900F Sony 85-inch. Okay. Uh, oh, so you went the other way. I'm trying to convince John. Okay. I did. How's that experience? <clears throat> I did, man. I. Uh, it's unreal. It's unreal. I don't. I don't have to deal with light issues uh, uh, affecting the screen and stuff. I can watch TV with the lights on, and you know, nice. 85 inches. I didn't lose a bunch. I, I think I've sent. Youth man's probably seen my setup before, um, in email and I and, and stuff. So. It, it it really didn't affect things because I sit close enough within ten feet of the TV, so it's massive. 
Oh, nice. Gotcha. Sweet. Super cool, man. I love I love seeing oh. everybody's um, you know, setups and everybody has different taste. You know, it it's one thing to say, okay, here are you know, hardcore things that you need to do in your home theater. And the reality is a lot of this is kind of user preference. And so some guys love running 80 hertz. Some people will run 60 hertz and, you know, because they got bigger towers and that's okay. Um, Some guys like yourself, you run them full range. And what I always try to recommend, try different things. Just try it. It doesn't hurt anything. Change your crossovers move your speakers around, try different configurations, move your subwoofers, you know, to different locations in your room, because you'll find that it's going to react differently in your room than it would in mine, than it would in Shauna's, than it would in Joe's. And so, as, yep. and, and at the end of the day, yes, there are some things that, you know, let's say Dolby recommends, you know, having four Atmos, if you can, because mm-hmm. it's kind of, I always try to equate it like this. It's, it's trying, it's, Similar to trying to um, simulate surround sound with two speakers in the front, you know. So in order to have a kind of surround right. sound on the ground level, you want to have, you know, some in the front and, and at least something in the back. So maybe two in the front, two in the back. Yeah. And so kind of the same same principle with Atmos. It's hard to get this kind of bubble, this atmospheric, you know, above you plane with just two speakers. And so you'll just get better performance if you had four. And that's just why I mentioned that. Yeah. So, but man, sounds like you got a great setup and, uh, yeah. Um, keep rocking it, brother. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you calling in. I got to hand it to all you guys because I, I started off with the, uh, the clips first because of you youth, man, we can tell Mm -hmm. tell where you're at with that. And, uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then Chana, you know, with the SVS, uh, my first, very first sub, and it was way too small for the room, was an SV-1000. Oh, yeah. And the guys at SVS are great because they said, oh, just send it back. No worries. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, oh, there you go. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. That's yep, awesome. They're awesome. And then and then uh, Joe and Tell, man, he's he's got a lot of good stuff out there. And I bought some new – well, my wife got it for me for Christmas, and I reached out to him. And, nice. And he's good to respond back, so I'm working on – you know, an issue there, but, uh, mm-hmm. those fluances are impressive. Yeah. Oh nice. yeah. Yeah. So, I, I remember, you know, I remember you. Cool. Well, it's always right good on, to man. have you here Thank you so much, you know, call back again next time we're on. Yeah, absolutely. You bet guys. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Have a great Christmas, man. Take have care. a good holiday. You too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh man. So, you know, it's these people who like this, um, they make it so much better for us, right? Absolutely. You get, you get comments that are negative, and then you have one guy like this that just makes it all cool. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I I just got a comment today that I had that was held for review, and it says you're a fool, <laughs> you're an idiot, <laughs> or something, something yeah, of that like, nature. We're not going to please it. We're not going to please everybody. We're not going to say everything right. I mean, especially Chana's channel, you'll find all kinds of stuff that's. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Next time we, we start this, we should start off with just all the negative stuff that we get and just oh, have them go. all set up. I got oh, another call like here. You got a caller, man. You are on the air. No, we're not, not going to please everybody. We're not oh, gonna oh turn down your stereo back there. We hear ourselves echoing. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. we do. There you go. Hey, hey, what's going on? Who are we speaking hey, with? Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Gustavo. I am 
Not sure if your ferry is an international call. Yeah, from Costa Rica. Yeah, oh. what's up? <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going? Very good. Hey, we're doing good, man. Hey, Thanks uh, for calling so in. Nice. Thank you, guys, for all the knowledge that you guys are sharing with us. With us. So, oh, you're welcome. We man. really, really appreciate it. Our you're pleasure. welcome. So, uh, you know, I got some questions, and who better to answer those questions than you guys, who are the experts on this? So, sure. What's up? Um, thank you. So, I'm just uh, finished building a house, mm-hmm. and I am setting up a dedicated home theater room. Uh, that specific room, it is uh, 15.74 feet wide by mm-hmm. 8.85 feet long. Or, yeah, sorry, my bad. It is uh, 15.74 wide, uh, 8.85 feet long, and it has a two-point... Uh, 2.7 meters, I'm not sure what that is on the ceiling. Okay. So I was thinking to go with a clips uh, for uh, the center. I was thinking to go with, let's see, with the RP504C. Okay. Sure, I reviewed uh, that center. The yep. Uh, mm-hmm. At the front, I was thinking to go with the RP8000F. Okay. And Great then speaker. for the round, uh, I was thinking to go with the RP uh, 500 SA. So okay. The so the Atmos speaker. I did say that. Yep. I was thinking to a 7.1 or 0.2.4. Okay. Yep. And then uh, the RP 502S. Right. The bipole surrounds. And uh, correct. Not sure which uh, subwoofer to get. Uh, so, well, what, one of the first question is, is that like an overkill for this type of room if the word overkill exists on home theaters? I mean, sure. if you ask youth, man, nothing's overkill. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to call it, I like to call it overhead. Um, and here's the reality and, and forgive me because that's in metric. Was anybody trying to calculate that on your in China? Oh, it was about eight, seven to eight feet. Okay. Height. You're talking about the ceiling height. Okay, so eight feet high. Yeah. How? What was the rough width? Do you know? Uh, I think so you said it was. Eight, uh, eight and let me, 15, let me right? give you the measures again. I, I think I give you the wrong measurements. Okay. Uh, it That's is, okay. Uh, twelve point thirteen feet wide. Okay. Okay. So twelve, basically twelve feet wide. Yep. Uh, then uh, fifteen point seventy four long. Okay, so a little bit shorter than my room. Mine's 13 by 19. Okay, and how high is your ceiling? And then 8.85. Okay, so you have basically, and my have, I have a 10-foot ceiling. So basically, I have more cubic volume than you do, sure. but not a ton. He's at 1620. Um, yeah, and oh, so, right. you know, is are the RP8000s too big for that room? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm running those three clips, massive Lascalas, dual PB16s. And here's what I tell people. Just because you have a lot of torque and a lot of power doesn't mean you have to have that thing wide open. It's kind of like the equivalent of having a nice sports car. You know, when when you want to punch it and get on the interstate and you're in 
you know, McLaren, you've got the power. But the reality is you're not driving around town, you know, doing 230 miles an hour. You know? Right. And kind of the way I kind of equate that to, you know, home theater as well. If you've got big amplifiers or you have a big receiver or you have big speakers, yes, you've got that available power when you just want to crank it up and, and jam, but you've also just got some great headroom. So they play clean. So even at a moderate volume or even if you want to crank them, you don't have to worry about them distorting. Um, and so absolutely, no, I don't think the RP8000 by any means would be too big for that room. I think that'd be great setup. What size are those? I haven't reviewed those. I haven't reviewed any clip speakers. Sure. The RP8000s, here, I'll pull them up. RP8000s have dual 8-inch drivers. Dual 8-inch, eight eight, yeah. Eight inch. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. rp I had the older ones. It doesn't uh, the sound older ridiculous. Line. Dual eights. Yep. So let me pull them up here. I think you're in a 1600 cubic foot room. You know, if it, I would say maybe cut it down to a 5.2.4. Like if your couch or wherever you're seated at is like up against a wall, a back wall then maybe bring it down to that. Mm-hmm. You may not need the surround back speakers if you're using bipole surrounds that are like flanking your seating, like right on the sides of your seating area. Okay. That's the only thing I would say. All right. And uh, something that I'm not even sure what to get is that receiver. Mm-hmm. So here in my country, it's kind of like a small country and uh, home theater is not like, so easy to get. Sure. So when we speak about receivers, uh, I only have three brands that I know they are good though. Okay. Uh, Onkyo, Denon, and Marans. Okay. Uh, but I'm not sure which model to get. And it needs to be like a future proof though, because mm. once I get it, I'm not thinking to sell it sure. like in two years or three years. Yeah. It's going to take sure. a lot more than that. And sure. just because I don't have like, where to sell it. Uh, I don't think people mm-hmm. here are yeah. that uh, fanatic of uh, home theater. So <laughs> any sure. advice on that? Yeah, yeah I get I would, you. I would say, you know what? It, the truth is here. We don't have that many options either. I mean, we do, but most people are going to look at either Denon, Marantz, mm-hmm. Yamaha, yep. or Sony. And then you have some of the other, other yeah, brands that are by yeah. far less popular. Mm-hmm. So in we kind of have the same options, I guess. Yeah. Um, my experience has led me towards Denon and Marantz, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, people are going to say that we're biased and all that, but yeah. it's just that that's what mm. I use. I'm used yeah. to it. And I, I got stuck on that because of Odyssey more than anything. And I really do need to try some of the other stuff like mm-hmm. Yamaha's offerings and the other guys just to see how their uh, room correction is now. Because before it wasn't very good, so Onkyo back in the day used to have Odyssey mm-hmm. until right. they stopped and playing. They and then now yep. they they have their own. Um, yeah. I forgot something EQ or something. Yeah. Um, so I think they're all good though. I get a lot of comments from people saying, "Hey, you know what? I love my Onkyo." Yeah. The, the yeah. value proposition is crazy for Onkyo, and a lot of people who yeah. love their Yama. I really don't know that you can go wrong, right? I think all none of them are going to be terrible. Let's yeah. just say. Those are great. Yeah, definitely. You know, those are great receivers. Great. I had an Onkyo a while back and um, I ran into kind of for a while they were producing um, certain models that had a lot of HDMI issues. Uh, I was going to say. Yeah, so, yeah so so that's really the the one thing. Now, 
their newer stuff, you know, maybe hopefully they've worked past all that, but I haven't, re- I haven't reviewed one since I had that, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've reviewed a Denon. I've owned two Marantz, one Marantz um, SR8012, which is a powerhouse of a receiver. Um, it's actually, it's probably about a year old now, I guess, maybe. Um, the 7013. So you wouldn't have to go to the 8013 because um, you don't need 11 channels of amplification. You know, if you're doing like what China has suggested, okay. doing five on the floor and then maybe one or two subs and then four atmos. So you're talking nine. So you need a 9.2 yeah. channel receiver. So wouldn't the 7013 fit that? 7012, 7013. 7012, 7013 would. Also, the new Denon X3600H. I just unboxed okay. it and I'm taking okay. video of it right now. Okay, it's, cool. It's like Denon's lowest priced receiver that has full 11.2 pre outs and IMAX enhanced. And then Joe's got the step up version oh, okay. he's holding in his hand right there. Nice. I can't wait. 4500 Look this up ASAP. Um, but you can't go wrong. I know. I don't know about where you're at, but right now, um, the Denon X thirty six hundred H is nine hundred US dollars. It's on sale right now from eleven hundred. So that's a pretty decent price so to get under thousand bucks, which is great. Yeah, for eleven channels. Yeah, I saw that there were some sales, right? Yeah, eleven channels of processing. It does power mm-hmm. nine. So if you did just start off with a five point two point four or five point one point four, you're good to go. And then if you wanted to add a power amp later on, you can add that in for eleven channel seven point two point four if you wanted to. You know. Awesome. And uh, in the case, since I'm just building the house right now, you know, it's a little bit, the, the money is a little constrained right now. Sure. So what are the first uh, components that you guys will say that you can start with these and then you can, when you have the money to oh, spend so on like something what? else, you can go with this other? Like, are you talking about just oh, which where do you speakers spend your to money? buy first? I would yeah, we all, we talked about yeah, that before, exactly. like, where do you spend your money first? And I think, you know, usually people say, like, spend on the speakers first, right? And then... Well, those will last you the longest time, I you would, know, because... I would okay. say the subs, too, right? Yeah, but I guess the, the only downfall too. is, you know, after a while, your amps are going to go. On the subs? I mean, I, yeah, I had, I had subwoofers that were 15 years old, and that's a long time to have subwoofers. You know, and eventually I had one of one out of the four subwoofers. The amp started, you know, frying on it, on the Klipsch RSW15s. Yeah. But the speakers, and if you take care of them, you don't just abuse them; they'll last you for you know literally decades. I mean, I'm I'm running Klipsch Scalas that were made in 1980, and they sound phenomenal. You know, um, so receivers, and I think you had mentioned something earlier about getting a receiver that was kind of future proof. The reality is that doesn't exist. Yeah, um, yeah that's the. That's but the but I heard what you were. Know, yeah, what you were saying is I want to get something that I don't have to worry as long. You know, the reality is there's going to be new technology, sure. typically about every two or three years, maybe four years, kind of major shifts. Um, and then incrementally, there's going to be you know one little one here, one little one there. Yeah, some minor tweaks. Um, so you'll never be able to buy some, even yeah. if you bought the latest, greatest most you know flagship receiver this year in two years they're going to come out with something that's a little bit different now does it mean that that receiver is obsolete absolutely not you know yeah hey, hey, uh, pop up the call-in number real quick 
Okay. Just, uh, yeah. Somebody's, Hopefully somebody's that answers asking. some uh, some there of your go. questions. Thank you for calling in Costa Rica in the house. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Hey, uh, thank you. So enjoy much. your I, setup, man. You your enjoy time. your setup. Take care. Thank you. I will definitely. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye, bye. Hey, we. I see we have. I see we have a spare change in the house. I can saw I hear your, up there. Can I hear your best uh, spare change impression, Chana. Um, <laughs> this is spare change. Today we're going to be reviewing the audio portion of the movie <laughs> "Bend It Like Beckham." We're not going to talk about the movie. We're just going to talk about the audio specs and the video specs. <laughs> so Shane, give us a call, brother. That yeah, phone number is. I don't know. You're gonna have to turn up yourself. You better have headphones if he calls in. Eight one eight two three seven three zero three zero. I think he's calling call. in. Let's see. We got a call here. Give us a call, Shane. You're on the air. <laughs> there he is. Uh, is there a little lag? You see that? You can't, here? You can't even hear. You can't even. The bass coming oh, from the man. other end is just clipping my <laughs> clipping my headphones. Too much bass, Shane. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> How are you, brother? What's up, bro? <laughs> What's going on, guys? Oh, doing I'm good, man. Doing good. Just hanging out with these folks. Glad you could make yeah, it, man. What's the topic today? <laughs> the, topic. the topic is is Shane wearing pants or not? Oh no, he did <laughs> not go there. <laughs> because I know <laughs> Ron. La- Ron last time was saying that he wasn't right. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> What's up, man? I will say, uh, not, I will say, ninety percent of my videos I do not wear pants. <laughs> Ninety percent, ladies Please. and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Ninety percent. No reflections. Don't now ever he, catch a reflection. Please. Hey, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that there's another channel that you run where you do show that you're not wearing pants. Oh, I'm just curious. <laughs> radio channel. It's like a different. Oh type mercy. Of What's up? So cool. Man? So we've got spare change in the house. So spare change. So Shane, tell us one of the questions we asked earlier was what was probably yeah. your favorite gear that you reviewed this year? Yeah. What's that? Oh, my favorite? Um, yeah. Right now would have to be the NAD M10. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Wow. That's the one Ron uh, is yeah. reviewing, right? Yeah. I, I love this thing. I use it all the time. I I was supposed to have this review done a couple of weeks ago, but I've been playing with it so long. I just haven't <laughs> been willing to give it back yet, but... That's yeah, my favorite thing. I mean, it's uh, it's small. It drives my Martin Logans like yep. like efficiently. It drives them really good for such a small lightweight device. It's touchscreen. Like anybody in my house can use it. It's simple to use, and I, I feel like it sounds amazing. And it's got direct live built in too. And it looks nice. sweet too, huh? Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome too. Yeah. So, what do you run that off of? Because I know you have your theater set up. Where where do you have this one hooked up? It's oh, on the West Wing. Room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just wondering because um you do you have it hooked up to your home theater setup or a different setup completely? Oh, it's a different setup completely. So I've got the uh the ESLXs just for music if I'm doing a two channel review. Then um, you know, I usually switch out preamps and processors or what amplifiers, whatever. But this is uh this so far is my winner. Like it's not it's expensive, but it's not like super expensive. Mm. But it's uh easy to it's easy to use in the trying to watch you guys on the live stream talk to you i feel like there's a lag here somewhere. oh there is there <laughs> yeah is. there's a lag okay okay so so but yeah that man that's that's my best pick though that's crazy that's that's cool man um our other guy ron is actually reviewing that he ended up buying it did he oh, yeah he's that. like Where? i'm gonna review this actually i'm not gonna send it back i'm buying it wow 
I, yeah. I feel I feel vindicated with my choice now because he's a like super high end high five guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Damn. So we got it looks yeah. sweet, man. Definitely looks sweet. We got to get you on here sometime, huh? He was actually yeah, yeah, live streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was live streaming at the same time. I saw it. Oh, okay. I saw it pop up. <laughs> yeah, what did you say? Techno Dad was on there. He was like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was listening to him. I was in this stream, and then I was posting on his chat, like, yo, what's up, man? You're everywhere, Shauna. Hey, you know, got to multitask, <laughs> bro. Um, yeah, no, you know what's right. funny, though? Shane, you, you mentioned uh, you're, you're just kind of listening to it and playing with it and not doing the review. I'm actually the same way with the yeah. Martin Logan ESLXs. Like, I need to finish yeah. my review of those, but I don't want to let them go because they're just so good. All right, Shane, we got a question for you, man. Yeah. So BL Swagger says, when is Spare Change going to dive deeper into the different room correction software? He touched on it uh, on Audioholics last spring. Mm, does that tie into the d- Dirac on this M10? Uh, well, that's only two. I don't know if he's. I'm pretty sure he's referring to the home theater. Mm. Yeah, part yeah. of it. As far as I know, Gene was supposed to dig deeper into it, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just like the I'm just like the, the beautiful video guy, and then Gene's <laughs> supposed to get into the technical part of it. <laughs> the beautiful video guy, I love it. <laughs> what are you saying about awesome. Gene's video? Oh, which one? No, no, I was just saying. No, he said, you're the beautiful video yeah. guy. What does what that, that make Gene's video? Come oh, on. Like, the, like, like the, his video qualities? I, I think, that, uh, um, I think oh, you know, Gene has different, he puts value in different different things in his videos. Yes. So. Yeah. Audio, <laughs> but not audio yeah. quality. We're jokers over here, so just know <laughs> that it's all love. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's all love. We love Gene. He's awesome. Yeah. We just try to keep it light in here. You know what I mean? No, yeah, of course, of course, of course. No, yeah, he does. Uh, uh, I've been trying to get him to buy a camera and a microphone forever. He just doesn't want to buy the right stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I remember, well it's kind of funny uh, when I went over to his house and I was doing his home theater of the month. I brought my equipment over there, the audio equipment, and I started having issues with it. So I think <laughs> it might be just Gene. It's just Gene. <laughs> you know, he black has like RF frequencies coming off. There's a black hole there. Yeah, uh, got much love for Gene, man. Dude's got a wealth of knowledge and uh, man, a lot of experience. I think he's been doing this thing for like thirty years, so pretty yeah. awesome. Hey, Shane, yeah, are you going to no. be at CES by any chance? Uh, no, I'm not going to go this year. Oh, okay, all right. I'm John. too poor. I'm too poor, guys. Too poor. <laughs> well, I mean, you just well, bought yeah. an M10, right? Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Chana, we're nice. going to be at CES. Well, the we're whole a lot trip is going to be sponsored too. sponsored by Spare Change. You know that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it! Sponsored by Techno Dad. He's, he's the money man over there. Oh, he oh, does. No. He makes it rain every day. No, no. he does. <laughs> well, it's snowing right now, so <laughs> nice. Did you see his little? Uh, did you see his little tiny uh, micro His <laughs> micro lens. Oh, he loves that thing, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he kind of brings thing. that out in our uh, chat. He Pretty was much showing every us, day. He's he like, guys, you gotta see this. Showing us how he's like baking the uh, the the turkey at Thanksgiving. He's like, check out the stuffing. Look at this. Yeah. I don't know how he did that shot. Probing the turkey. Oh, sick. He has a dirty. Chana. Give me give me a quick thought on the uh, those those monster subs you got there, Michael. What's that? Yes. Let's do that. I want to hear that too. Say it again. Yeah. 
the subs. Some impressions on, uh, on those monster monster. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's a like I said. There's the delay. Um, yeah, the JTR man, two 18s in each cabinet, four thousand watts continuous power. Um, honestly, I don't think I've even barely turned it up. Um, I mean, literally, my whole room is shaking. It's clean now. That's the cool thing with it being sealed. It's it's a different sound than what I'm used to because I've got ported subs. But man, it's clean, it's tight, um, but it hits hard, dude. I know somebody was saying, no, oh, you man. should went, you should go with ported. I'm thinking there's four 18s, bro. You can get away with it. You know, I, I think we're okay with the output, you know, of four 18s, even in a sealed enclosure. But man, right. and, and like when I push on the subwoofer, man, they are hard as a rock and they barely move. But with 4,000 watts behind them, man, they'll get the push, <laughs> you know. Definitely some good excursion. Is that, is that an RMS or a peak number? No, that is continuous. That's an RMS and, number? Continuous, and they make a uh, 6,000, I guess, upgrade. Oh, yeah, you, I saw that. I went yeah. to the website and I saw that. Yeah. Chad Klein. I think, I think Klein they said that was a 240, like a 240 volt version of it, maybe. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's pretty sick, though. Chad said he just subscribed to Spare Change. So Yeah, man. There it is. There it is. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, he, he I, wants to. Uh, I would wants you to... say compares to your double sixteens. Oh, what's that? Good question. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to know. How do they? Yeah. How, how, how do they compare you to the dual sixteens? I'll be honest, man. They they don't. <laughs> I mean, right now. Um, and like I said, I I literally turned these on yesterday. Um, just moving them around. They're two hundred and twenty pounds each, so it takes a little bit mm. to get them around my room. And I haven't put them behind my screen yet. I want to see, you know, kind of how do they, I haven't done any measurements. I haven't really dialed them in. It's just literally kind of like first initial impressions. But, um, you know, needless to say, I'm glad my wife like left for a while because it got pretty crazy. And I'm thinking normally I've never worried about my neighbors ever, you know, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm a little hesitant to turn it up because I'm gonna get the phone call like, "Hey, you suck, man. Turn that down." <laughs> hey, my, here's a question: Do you think your other speakers will be able to keep up with that? With those? Oh, people? absolutely, hundred percent. All of your other, all of hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've got my in ceiling speakers are eight inch. Mm. Um, my rear speakers have dual six and a halves. Okay. Um, so I don't have any, none of my speakers are small. My front speakers huge. weigh 120 pounds. Okay. So, so you're good. They've got a, they've got a two foot wide. It'll be okay. Mid range. It'll be all right. Later. Yeah, I think we're okay we'll, no big deal. It's like that home yeah. theater in a box you get at the store for 300 bucks. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. hundred rule says later. Later, man. Thanks for stopping by. Merry Christmas. Oh man. We're almost at an hour and a half too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Crazy. Shane. Man, awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, I can't, I can't well, wait to review on that. Well, thanks, uh, thanks again for calling in and thanks for sponsoring our CES trip. <laughs> yes, we'll be yeah, staying man. at the most expensive uh hotels. Thanks to you. That's right, the Orleans. <laughs> I appreciate you calling in, man. Circus, circus. All right, <laughs> thanks, right, Jay. Bro. Talk to you later, man. Yeah, bye. Yeah. If you guys aren't familiar with Spare Change, check out his channel. He's got a great, great channel over there. He does a lot of home theater reviews, um, gets some pretty high-end stuff in as well, yeah. and uh, does a lot of movie reviews. So just a great yeah. guy, and appreciate him calling in. Thanks, Shane. We have a cool group of YouTube uh, guys, huh? Yeah, absolutely, like, man. We all kind of talk here and there, yeah. kind of compare notes. 
I remember last time I was, I just needed to ask Shane like one question. Next thing you know, like an hour and a half later, oh, we're yeah, still dude. on the phone. <laughs> I was on the phone with him for like two, two hours plus. We got another call. You want to take one more? Yeah, let's, yeah, do, let's do, do one more. Okay, and then... Last one. Here we go. You are on the air. Hello. Hey, this is Alan. Alan. How you doing, buddy? Good. So I got a couple requests. Um, I'm one of the many who are wanting to upgrade their system because I can't um, stream at most. And I think my receiver being five years old is the weak link on that. Sure. Um, I can't, I can stream at most through Roku, but I can't stream it through um, Amazon Fire Stick or mm. Apple uh, streamer. Apple TV. And my, my request is kind of like, um, well, Sean D, I think, is going to review the 3600, and uh, Joe Intel is going to review the 4800. And I don't think Denon really talks in their user manual about how to or what the different pre out options are. For example, oh. you, can, um, you can have like a pre out powering your remaining two at most channels. But I'm curious if you can power the front, left, and right. Um, only or what the different pre-out options are on those then receivers okay so i just shot that by a chance no yeah i shot that part of my video like about three hours ago so um with the x3600h and the one that joe has the x4500h um they both process 11 channels and only power nine so you have a choice when you go into ampersign the only choice you have is are you going to externally power your rear rear heights or your front mains. So um, if you wanted to go with that receiver or either of those two receivers <clears throat> and want to do a 7.2.4 Atmos setup, I would recommend getting a two-channel amplifier or more. You can get more, like a th like a five-channel if you really wanted to, um, just to, pa to power your, your main front speakers. It, okay, as opposed so yeah, can you clarify that again? So if you had like a five channel amplifier, the only external pre-out option you have is to power the last two at most and the front sound stage. Yeah, no, you can they're actually all of the pre-outs are on. Okay. All the pre-outs are all eleven pre-outs are on all the time. The only thing you have to do is to tell the AVR sure. what to do with those other two channels. So you can have the AVR oh. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I personally would get a five channel amp and power five ear level speakers with that, or the main five speakers if you're doing seven. Your surround backs and your um and your four Atmos speakers can be uh powered by the AVR. So that's my recommendation. Um so in my okay. setup. So yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't actually know that. So are yeah. you saying Chano basically those are always on? It doesn't care what you have connected to it. It's gonna it's gonna do whatever it's gonna do. And the right. volume control is is where? The volume control is only on the main Denon. So if you're m most most power amplifiers don't have a volume control at all. Okay. Right? So it's just running a hot signal. It's running a full blast signal from the pre out. So a lot of people try to like, you know, jerry rig it with an older AVR, which you can do. You just <sighs> have to kind of be careful where you set the volume on that older AVR that's just doing the power. 
Um, but yeah, uh, was it Alan? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you were doing a, like for my setup, it's a 5.1.4. So I actually offload all five of the ear level speakers to a five channel amplifier. So I have all of those powered at the same wattage level. And then the AVR is powering the four speakers up on the ceiling. And that's on a Denon? Yeah, that's a Denon. Um, right now, actually, I have, I've, that's the Denon 6500 that I'm using in that way. The one that Joe just got, the X4500, you can work in that way. And the new one I'm checking out right now, the X3600H, you can use in that way as well. And the X3600H is $900 right now, which is the cheapest one. Um, the only thing you don't get with this X3600H, um, some minor things, you don't get a second trigger out, but you do have a trigger output and that one is enough to, to turn on an amplifier, you know, and then, um, um, I just saw that on the screen. So sorry, <laughs> making me laugh. Youth man, not wearing pants confirmed. Yeah. Uh, I'm wearing shorts tonight. Yeah. Hey, I live in Florida, man. We wear shorts yeah. all year round, even near Christmas. <laughs> Um, you also don't get like independent subwoofers. So instead of, uh, um, independent subwoofers, you get parallel subwoofers. So it's the same signal on the X 3600 H, but on the 4500 H and above you get independent subwoofers and you also get support for Oro 3d on the more expensive ones. So they kind of did a little bit of a compromise just to get the barrier of entry to an 11 channel processor and a nine channel amplifier closer to the thousand dollar range would it be safe to say chana that uh if you have an amplifier that is better than the built-in one on the avr right Mm -hmm. like you have the parasounder you know sure yeah so i think that's putting out more power would it be safe to say like okay if you have a an app that's better then run the mains right your left center right if you can on the better app correct now if you have um if you have, let's say, you're saying that these can 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 process more channels, and the other two are what height channels or what are the yeah. last two channels? Mm-hmm. So, do I need like the craziest app, like the most high end, or just a pretty decent app? You you, I mean, if you're just going to power your rear heights, uh-huh. you could get some small little hundred dollar two channel thing, um, because chances are. There's not a whole lot of information coming out of those rear heights unless you're you're watching a movie that's like a space movie where there's like shit flying around all over you. That's when you're going to have a more of an active Atmos soundtrack. Whereas like a lot of these te- like movies that are like heavy dialogue, like they either won't have uh, an Atmos track or they're they're playing background music through it. Yeah. So you know, you could do you could do it that way if you wanted to save some cash, and you know, if you wanted to save up for an expensive amplifier for your front stage, your left, center, right, or just your main uh, left and right. You know, you could do that as well. Yeah. Hopefully that helps. So uh, a couple more questions. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, a couple more questions on what you had on the thirty six hundred. Could yeah. you split the trigger? Is there enough voltage on that to split a trigger for two separate amplifiers? Well, majority of the time, um, your power amp will have an in-out trigger, so you can just daisy chain it off of that. Even the, um, like I have the model 5000 by Outlaw, and that has a trigger in and out. And that was a fairly inexpensive, um, you know, $600 amplifier. I don't know. 
fairly inexpensive. So you could, you just have to find the right one. Uh, but I don't, I don't recommend splitting the one signal. Okay. And on the dual subwoofer um, <clears throat> or parallel subwoofer, does it really matter if you're using something like a mini DSP because you like control them independently or that what would, does that really deficiency wise? That would solve the, the issue, right, Sean? I think you'd agree yeah. if you're right. going to run that uh, subwoofer channel through a mini DSP, then then you're good. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. You can control everything independently <laughs> from the mini DSP. Anyway. Yeah, that's actually a great um, a great suggestion. I'm going to put that in my video. Thanks to you, Very Alan. Cool. You're welcome. Um, and uh, <clears throat> um, oh, my, I just had a brain fart. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's all good. I mean, we're we're starting to run out of time, um, just because sure. we have a certain amount of time for our podcast. We're we're, we're always over, but it's all good. Go ahead. You have a, one last question. Um, no, I think I just had a brain fart. So it's all it. that's it's all, all good, good, man. We're, we're we're we do this every week, so yeah. You can so if you think about it, call us back in. You know, yeah, write e it down or email, comment. Comment email on our, one of us. Videos. Comment. Yeah. We're helpful people. You could just swing by Mike's house. There's like an open door policy there. Clearly, yeah, no doubt. They just they <laughs> literally they just keep coming in, man. I'm telling you. So, well, well, I live in Washington State, so I oh, that's not gonna work. <laughs> that's not gonna work. Hey, appreciate you calling in, man. Yeah, thank you so much, Alan. Yes, sir. Thank you, and Merry Christmas to you. Merry, hey, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas to you, too. Happy holidays. Super cool, guys. Well, I think we've had some great questions, a lot of great discussion. Appreciate you guys calling in and and uh, just being a part of the, the live stream here in the podcast. Great to have Joe today with us. Yeah, Shauna thank D, you. the techno dad. Yep, yep. And myself, youth man. We're going to sign Christmas, off wishing everybody. you guys a Merry Christmas. Merry Hope Christmas. you guys enjoy Happy it with your family. For, any, for anybody who's uh, celebrating a different holiday. So Absolutely. Right. My wife's back here working on holiday stuff. As you can see, we're getting ready really? to go to my sister's tomorrow. So, guys, have a great night. We'll catch yeah. you in the next video. Take care. Bye.